welcome back to the Chronicles of a Happy Camper. I'm Amy Camp, and I'm excited to share with you some more of my experiences on this eventful journey called life. Today's episode nine is entitled The Nick of Time. Time is it's kind of a funny little concept, and I think that it's all very relative to our experiences in life. Um, depending upon whether we're young, whether old, we perceive it either as a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it does tend to fly by when we're a little bit older, as we're aging. But when we're children and we're in our youth, it, it tends to pass a lot slower, doesn't it? The days seem longer. I remember su- a summer day felt so long, you know, but like it went on and on. And that was a good thing because that meant that was that much further that I had to go back to school. But when we're, when we're doing things that we really love, that we're passionate about, it seems as though... Uh, especially when we're doing those things with people that we love or people that we care about, it seems time we'd like time to stand still. And when we're when we're doing things that we don't necessarily want to do or we have to do, it tends to drag on, doesn't it? Time is just it's like that. It's a double-edged sword. I thought about time, you know, as I as I've thought about myself and the relation to time and things that happen in the nick of time and. I thought a lot about time changing when I became a mother. I was a young mother. And for the first time, when I had my first son, Drake, I was 23. And I was alone a lot. But I remember the anticipation of having my first child. And time seemed to just drag on. I was expecting this experience that I was going to have to go through to have a child and and to um, raise him. But I anticipated that experience so much because it was my first experience of being a mother and having a child and not knowing what to do about how to entertain that child or raise that child or what to do during the um, the times when it was just he and I. But that that happened a lot with my first with my first child Drake and so time was a funny different thing. I worked up until physically worked um, right up until I had him, so it helped time pass. But I still had that sense of anticipation of of having my first child. And then when I had my second child, Chase, um, I time was different for me then as well. I was busier because I had Drake. Then I contemplated what it was going to be like for having another child and how that time management would look differently. And I remember the nights changing after I had Chase, my second, because I I did not get very much sleep in the night. And so I found myself up at night worrying about how am I going to get enough sleep? You know, that time that was being kind of awakened and interrupted for that renewal of rest. And I I was conscientious and concerned about time. But I remember making a deal with myself in the middle of the night one time as I woke up and was taking care of Chase, that I wasn't going to make it, I wasn't going to make it a difficult thing for me. When I got up and Chase woke me up, I was going to enjoy that time in the middle of the night with him. And whether I was going to read, be reading a book or watching a movie, at, when I finally got him to sleep in the middle of the night, I would stop that movie, pause that book or that thought or whatever it was I was doing, and I would leave it. So for the next time, when he, when I woke up in the middle of the night to care for, for Chase, I would anticipate that time that I had with him. That was precious. And I, I remember it being a different experience because I didn't worry about that time frame that I was being interrupted from sleep. And then when I had my third child, my daughter, Capri, I I found it to be additionally interesting with time and how it changed my mind as well and how I managed 
manage things around me. I was able to um, stay busier because I had the distraction of my first two children, and it helped the the I guess the anticipation of expecting that that a birth birth of her and having her join us in our family. Um, it passed quicker because I was a lot more preoccupied with other responsibilities. But when she was born, it changed also because that sense of time of having to entertain her, it changed without her because she was extremely independent from the time she was born. She was just born independent. And sometimes I wish that she wasn't. I wish that she needed me more. But it allowed it allowed me to be able to work alongside her or play alongside her. She was very happy to, to kind of take care of herself. And, and she learned things very quickly from things around her. So the time process was was very different through that experience. And I was thinking about that, about the process of things and timing. And, you know, so much can be um, part of our life and the experience of life is when we recognize when things happen just at the right time. But the concept of being in a nick of time is more about the intensity of, oh, time is getting shorter and I'm worried about something happening, right? I'm worried about this thing happening before it's too late or am I going to miss it? Am I going to miss out? And um, I don't think, I think that's completely normal and natural, but <laughs> I have an experience that I was reflecting on in one of my travels when I was, I uh, had a layover in a flight between, I believe it was Paris to London. And it was a connecting flight in order for me to get home to the, to the States. And I was very uh, worried about catching this flight. And so basically I had, um, I got to customs, which I had to go through in order to get the connecting flight. And there was about I'd say there was about 350, 400 people standing in line and my flight was going to take off in about 30 minutes in my connecting flight that would have happened in, in London. And I, I mean, not 30 minutes from there, but 30 minutes from my flight to Paris to London. So I was just like, I'm no, there's no way I'm getting through all these people. And I remember just doing the craziest thing and just, I had like, I'm sure my, my luggage was you know, transferring. So I would, I would have missed my, um, connecting with my luggage as well. But I grabbed my little carry on bag that I had. And I just kind of started going underneath the, the lines of people and saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, you guys, I have to make my flight. And I've never done this before. And I'm going underneath all the lines of people and apologizing. And I get to the top of the line. And this woman, this French woman is looking at me like she's a crazy American girl, isn't she? And I was like, I am so sorry, but I have to make this flight. And she's like, go now, you know? And I was like, oh, just in the nick of time. So I ran through customs and I got through that and the the, the plane was boarding and I'm running across the airport. And I swear I was in such a lather when I got to the uh, check-in for the plane and everybody was boarding. And she's like, oh, you just made it in the nick of time. <laughs> I was like, I sure did. But there are moments like that when I think we're rushing and we're racing to an experience or we're racing to, to catch something. Age feels like that. You know, um, the idea of father time, uh, I was also thinking that this is an interesting concept. Father time, this is Wikipedia. Father time is a personification of time. In recent centuries, he is usually depicted as an elderly bearded man, sometimes with wings, dressed in a robe and carrying a scythe, a scythe, and an, and an hourglass or another timekeeping device, which I guess basically represents, you know, time's constant one-way movement. How it's how we start out and then where it's kind of moving, but then it 
it, the granules are flowing and we're, you know, it's passing. And, and more generally and abstractly, time running out of life until we, until we die. And as, um, as an image of Father Time origins are curious, these, you know, basically it comes from the ancient Greeks or the Romans themselves began to associate time with agricultural gods, Kronos, who had the attribute of harvester's sickle. And so, you know, there's a certain time when we, we when something is planted and then it grows and then we reap it and it's so, it's sowed basically. And the Romans equated this with with the, um, the god Saturn, who also had a sickle and was th- uh, treated as an old man, um, often which with like with a crutch. You know, you could see Father Time; he's getting getting by and he's getting older and and ailing and that kind of thing. And and the wings and the hourglass were early Renaissance additions, and he eventually became a companion of the Grim Reaper. So this is the personification of death. So Father Time is this thing where, you know, life ticks away. And at the very end, he's this elderly man. Father Time is also pictured holding the baby New Year as issues in the new time and the new year of age and life. Interesting, isn't it? So I I noticed that more and more um, this idea of time when we when we grow older and that the age piece of it also as as i have turned another year older and i noticed this about with my parents and seeing them grow older and there's certain things as our bodies change and we get lines on our faces and maybe the weight distributes and we see age look differently on ourselves and and we we get a little bit afraid of time and how it's passing and And are we going to get something accomplished before, you know, in the nick of time, before its time is out? Um, Are we done what we wanted to in our life? Have we accomplished the things in the time frame that we're here to experience life and to do the things that we would hope we would have a chance to opportunities to to accomplish while we're here and in this life? And I think that the older we get and the more wiser we get, the more we do not want to waste any of our time, do we? I know I say that a lot, especially when with different people that ask me to date, ask to date me or pursue me. And I would love to, to fall in love again. I think it's just a wonderful opportunity in life to be in love and to be pursued, of course, but I don't want someone to waste my time anymore because I look at my time now as much more precious and I don't want to play these silly games where I'm being pursued and not with not really the right intent for what I would hope life would be able to progress with a companion or someone in my life. So I think that we, we look at time as we, as we're getting older and we're aging and we see this even with our parents and that we look at it as much more of a precious gift, that precious gift of life. And that the, the whole concept of how we look through our aging, I would hope (laughs) gets a little bit kinder and gentler to us as we get on in our lives and we show the time and the age on our faces or our persons that we can learn to honor life for what it was and what our process was. I I want to just close with singing the song by Bonnie Raitt, which, which I think it came out in the early 1990s, but it's called Nick of Time. A friend of mine, she cries at night and she calls me on the phone. Sees babies everywhere she goes and she wants one of her own. She's waiting long enough, she says, and still he can't decide. 
Pretty soon she'll have to choose and it tears her up inside. She's scared. She's scared to run out of time. I see my folks are getting on and I watch their bodies change. I know they see the same in me and it makes us both feel strange. No matter how you tell yourself, it's what we all go through. Those lines are pretty hard to take when they're staring back at you. Oh, you're scared to run out of time. When did the choices get so hard with so much more at stake? Life gets mighty precious when there's less of it to waste. Mm-hmm. You're scared to run out of time. Just when I thought I had enough and all my tears were shed. No promise left unbroken. There were no painful words unsaid. You came along and showed me that I could leave it all behind. You opened up my heart again, and then, much to my surprise, I found love, baby, love in the nick of time. I found love, darling, love in the nick of time. I think it's a great song. Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt really, really did kind of um, come into her prime. She was a little bit older in her life, but she had the opportunity to really be seen and heard and represented as a musician and a songwriter and a singer. And I do believe she won Singer of the Year. Uh, it was later in her 40s, maybe even her early 50s. So that's kind of cool. Well, until next time, my friends, get busy living. And I want you to go be the first rate you, boo. Ta-ta.